0: Hi everyone, welcome to 3 and 5, an SLC management podcast. I'm Jackie Gallant, Senior Managing Director and Head of Marketing and Communications for SLC Management. We are turning the tables today. In recognition of an upcoming milestone, I will be conversing with Steve Peacher, President of SLC Management, who typically hosts this podcast with those in the know asking three relevant questions. Steve, today marks the 10 year anniversary of SLC Management. When you think about when the firm started in 2013 and the launch of the private asset class funds in Canada shortly thereafter in 2014, did you ever believe the firm would reach almost 400 billion in assets under management by 2023? Can you reflect upon that growth?
1: Well, Jackie, I have to say I'm I'm a little nervous about being on the receiving end of these questions as as opposed to the one who answers the question. And and first, I wanna say actually thanks to you. Uh, You've been at SLC management pretty much since the beginning. You've played a huge role in getting us to where we are, and we're lucky to have great people like you within SLC and within our affiliate managers, so I'll start with that. You know, I received board approval in May of 2013 to pursue this, and when I did, I was exhilarated, but I was also daunted, I suppose. I had a lot of confidence that... Our ideas were right and that our strategy was good, but frankly, I wasn't exactly sure how we were going to get there. So it felt a little bit like casting off on an exciting journey where you didn't have a, a precise roadmap and there was no turning back. You know, that's how I felt at the time. And, and as you know, today, we've we manage almost $400 billion. Those are in Canadian dollars. We manage money and currencies around the world. Of that, uh, about $220 million, again, in Canadian dollars is for over 1,000 investors around the world the remainders for Sun Life's balance sheet. And I I think when I reflect back, I think there are a few factors which explain how we've been able to develop this. I mean, the first is that we had some strong investment capabilities inside of Sun Life, such as our position in investment grade private credit. And those capabilities combined with the outstanding reputation that Sun Life has in Canada really allowed us to get off the ground initially Mm -hmm. by raising uh, capital from pension funds in Canada. And that that's really what got us going. So that was thing one. I think secondly, we were able to find some outstanding asset managers, alternative managers to partner with. Starting with Ryan Labs and Prime Advisors on the fixed income side and then Bental Kennedy and then Green Oak Green Oak that merged with Bental Kennedy and then Crescent Capital and Infrared and Advisors Asset Management. I don't think that we would be able to find partners of this quality if we were starting out today because so many of the good good managers like that have partnered with other firms. I think the third factor was just support from Sun Life. I mean, I don't think many old line traditional insurance companies like Sun Life could have found a way to partner with private equity style alternative managers. But Sun Life was very open minded, incredibly supportive and, and was willing to do what it took to get those transactions done. And it's also been a huge advantage that we've been able to channel over two billion dollars of seed capital from Sun Life's balance sheet to SLC strategies. that's That's been a real win-win for both Sun Life and the managers that we've partnered with. And, and fourth, uh, as I mentioned, we have outstanding people. I think in this business, it is all about the quality and commitment of your employees. And we're really lucky to have great employees who are committed to the clients and to this business.
0: That's great. And Steve, you mentioned that, uh, yes, I've been uh, with SLC management from the start. So I have been a witness. Uh, to the growth trajectory, which has been fantastic. This is this next question is a tough one. In the last ten years, there have been many memorable moments. What are your top three?
1: Well, to some extent, the last ten years have been a bit of a blur to me. But three things that I, there, there are more than three, but three things I'll mention that stand out. The first was, and I mentioned the board meeting in May of 2013 when I first pitched this idea to the Sun Life board. And um, I assumed on that day that we were having our board meeting in our headquarters in Toronto, as we usually did, but I must have been asleep at the switch and I showed up at the headquarters for my presentation and I realized that the meeting was going to be held at the Royal York Hotel, which was, you know, a few blocks away, so... It was a hot day and I basically sprinted the seven or eight blocks over the rural York and I went right into the meeting. And and let's just say I was glowing uh, profusely when I sat down and uh, I have no idea what the board was thinking at that point. But, you know, they couldn't have been more supportive. Maybe they felt sorry for me. So that was that was one memory at the very beginning that will always stick in my mind. The second was probably not one day, but a period when we started. And you'll remember this when we started to get some of our first big wins in Canada. And I won't name the name of those clients, but that was when it really hit me that we could be a legitimate institutional player. And that we we just might pull this off. I think it was the first time where I thought this this went from an idea into a tangible reality. And that was, you know, that feeling was very exciting for me for that reason. And then the third memory that's really etched in my brain is the night we inked the deal to buy a majority interest in Green Oak and merge them with Bentall Kennedy as part of one big transaction. That was an extraordinarily complex deal. One of the lawyers at a major law firm we were working with told me it was the most complicated deal he had worked on, and he'd been doing these kind of deals for decades. It took us about a year and a half to negotiate it. and We got down to late December in 2018. A number of us were in uh, the headquarters office in Toronto at about two in the morning. We had to get the deal Basically done that day because we were running into the holidays. I was on the phone with Sonny Kelsey and John Carfell, who are the of course the founders at at BGO. And we were haggling over some point that I can't even remember. And I finally paused and said, guys, you know, this needs to stop. Let's let's do this. And they agreed. And that was that was that was became a real milestone for SLC. But I remember that very distinctly as at two in the morning after a year and a half of negotiation.
0: And um, perfect time and, of the year as well.
1: Right. So those are three things that, that stand out to me, but there are many other great memories along the way as well.
0: I remember the first couple of deals served, or RFPs that we were working on in that first year, and it was all hands on deck. So whoever was whoever was part of the firm at the time was involved in writing answers to the RFP, whereas fast forward to today, and we have teams that are dedicated to that profile. So a lot has happened in 10 years. So what's next? What's next for SLC management?
1: In my view, and you know, of course I'm I'm biased about this, but I think that we've assembled a fantastic set of global investment capabilities in public and private credit, in real estate, debt and equity, in infrastructure. And despite the ups and downs in the in the market, the demand for those asset classes is continuing to grow. We've got the financial backing of a highly respected, financially strong parent and son life that has a lot of experience owning asset managers. I mean, Sun Life's had a great success owning MFS since 1982. And I think that the opportunity that we have now is to make the most of what we've put together over the last 10 years for the benefit of our clients. You know, I have two particularly big areas of focus that are for me right now. One is around the acquisitions themselves. You know, when we made when we invested in these firms, we generally did it in it with a structure where we we bought a majority interest out of the gate and then we have a back end to the deal with BTO, with Crescent, with Infrared, with AAM. And those are coming up in the next few years. And we are spending a lot of time right now with the leadership of those firms to make sure that everything is in place from both a leadership standpoint, from an incentive standpoint, to make sure that we don't miss a beat when we get to the back end of those deals. And that's on the minds of our of the employees, those companies that's on the on the minds of our clients. And, and our plan is to be well out in front of that because we don't plan to miss any beat when that happens. And the second big focus right now is on the high net worth channel. You know, I think this is the next frontier for alternatives. You're already starting to see high net worth investors, ultra high net worth investors increase their allocations to alternatives like real estate, like infrastructure, like private credit, just like institutional investors started to do. Over 20 years ago, I think this is a mega trend, and uh, given the capabilities we have, we're going to be part of it. You know that's why we acquired the majority interest in AAM, which is a distribution platform in the United States that allows us to get into the offices of financial advisors across the country, and and it's why we just announced the partnership with Scotia Bank in Canada, which will allow us to uh, access that same client base in Canada. So we're going to have, be able to. Um, tackle that market across North America. And I, I couldn't be more excited about that prospect. But but I guess I would say, Jackie, that more than anything else, I have a firm belief that the best investment managers focus on their client first and the growth of the firms second. And I believe this is a business where if you do a great job investing for your clients, your business results will take care of themselves. And so above all, our main focus is just going to continue like we are today to to do the best job we can for our clients.
0: That's great. Steve, you've structured this podcast as three questions in five minutes, but you have a history of throwing in a bonus question at the end. I don't want to break that tradition. So here goes. 10 years is a long time professionally and personally. Can you share any personal milestones over the last 10 years?
1: Uh, Well, 10 years is a long time for anybody. So everybody's got a lot of things that happen in your life over 10 years. It's certainly on the on the business side, as you and I and others have been, have been building SOC, been, uh, very busy, uh, maybe even crazy, uh, at times. On the personal side, for me, it's been very busy as well. If I think back over the last 10 years, each of my three children graduated from college, uh, after which all entered the military. Uh, two were deployed in, uh, you know, different parts of the world my kids got married and last summer I had my first uh, grandchild so you know uh, and if my kids are listening to this hopefully that's the first of many more so you know I'll put that out that note so it's needless to say it's been a really full schedule both at work and at home I, I will say this last 10 years have been both personally and professionally some of the greatest in my life so it's been wonderful
0: that's amazing thank you Steve for a great conversation and happy anniversary to SLC management
1: thank you